When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our 2024 Radio Days, which features a combination of everything that made old-time radio great. Variety shows, features, comedy, and quiz shows. And speaking of quiz shows, one of the most popular quiz shows of the 50s was You Bet Your Life, hosted by Groucho Marx. Here, contestants competed for prize money, and the winners could win big by just mentioning the secret word, which is given at the top of every show. If you enjoy You Bet Your Life, send us a review saying so. And you can also mention any other shows you'd like to hear from the golden age of radio. I think you'll all enjoy You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx. Ladies and gentlemen, keep this under your hat. The secret word tonight is chair. C-H-A-I-R. Really? You bet your life! Belgian American, creators of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, finest dresser sets, presents Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show, You'll Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... Groucho! Is he back again? Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! <laughs> Well, here I am again, happy to report we're starting our third season for the same sponsor, Elgin American Compacts. I've saved my money all summer, and tonight we have $1,000 for one of our couples. George Fannerman, who's place to try for us? Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a pair of newlyweds, and here they are, Mr. and Mrs. Roland Carr, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters. Do you bet your life? Need to say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll win $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Newlyweds, eh? Uh... How newly wet are you, man? July 31st. I was talking to your husband. Uh, <laughs> Roland, does she always answer for you? No, I don't always. <laughs> Gene Carr, don't you ever let him say anything? What'd you get him, in front of a cigar store? <laughs> no. Chatterbox, that's you, Roland. Uh, how old are you? I'm 31. And what's, what's your age, Gene? 30. And where are you from? Jamestown, North Dakota. Roland, what's your home place? New York City. You live in different towns, eh? <laughs> well, when you each go back home, I hope you'll be writing to each other. Huh? <laughs> what kind of work do you do, Roland? I work in a bank. You work in a bank, eh? And judging who's been doing the talking, your wife must be the teller. <laughs> Just what do you do in the bank? Well, I'm the operations officer. You operate in the bank? <laughs> have you got your knife with you? You know, I've always env envied you people who work in banks. You have such a short day. What do you do after 3 o'clock, Roland? Well, after the bank is closed, when we do our hardest work. I see, yeah. <laughs> is the uh, president of the bank aware of this? <laughs> 
cahoots after the bank is closed, too. Oh, you're all in cahoots, eh? <laughs> Well, that's one way for a young bridegroom to put away a lot of money, work nights in a bank. <laughs> Jane, how, do, how did you meet this old uh, banker here? Huh? I used to work in the same bank. After hours or during the regular hours? <laughs> now, since you're newlyweds, we have some appropriate wedding gifts from our sponsor. George? For Jean, Elgin American's beautiful dresser set in jeweler's bronze with a look of gold. And isn't that engraved floral design lovely, Jean? Oh, that's lovely. Thank you very much. And, Roland, we'd like you to have this slim, sleek, sterling silver cigarette case by Elgin American, handsomely engraved. Very Where did you two uh, kids go on your honeymoon? We went to San Francisco and Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. That's an ideal honeymoon. Which one of you went to Frisco, huh? <laughs> Jean, how many of your old boyfriends have you seen since you've been married? I haven't seen a single one. Just the married ones, eh? (laughs) Remember that, Rollin. You see how easy it is to trap your wife? (laughs) Jean, can you honestly say that marriage is as perfect as you'd always dreamed? Well, no. We have a few little problems. Small problems? What are their names, eh? Do you plan on having a family, Rollins? Yes, we do. About uh, how many? Oh, about two. Well, you know, being a banker, you know you're going to have to consult the other stockholder <laughs> before you can declare dividends. <laughs> now, Gene, do you, do you think Rollins uh, will make a good father? Yes, he will. Well, why are you so certain? Children like him. He's very gentle and understanding with them. Do you have anything to add to that, Rollins? Eh? No, I can't add anything to that. Just going to stand there and simper, huh? <laughs> now, as a recent Benedict, what are some of the advantages of married life? Well, it uh, shows a man the right direction in which to go. You mean she's already told you where to go? <laughs> well, you make a charming and a very amiable couple, and I know you'll make wonderful parents. Now, in just one minute, you're going to work together for $1,000. Benjamin? You've had a whole summer to practice what you're going to say. Speak your piece. Young Mrs. Chesser went to her dresser to fix up her hair real pretty. When she got there, the dresser was bare. What? No Elgin American dresser set? No. What a pity. But she rushed right down to her favorite store and bought the smartest dresser set they had. What kind was it? (laughs) Naturally. Elgin American dresser sets are exquisitely designed. Have jewel-like finish, precision craftsmanship throughout. Have nylon bristles, specially ground mirrors. They're the most fashionable decorator touch you could give a bedroom. They look like a million dollars, but cost as little as $14.95. And if you're extra thrifty, there's Elgin American's companion line of American beauty dresser sets that start at only $7.95. Here's the big, impressive gift to thrill anyone. And don't let your dresser, your guest room, go bare another day. Tomorrow. Buy these values you'll value for years. Dresser sets by Elgin American. Now, let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,000 question. You're going to play your bet your life. Fenneman, bring them up to date on the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 question at the end of the program. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build you $20. What question category did you select? We picked song. 
songs from uh, recent Broadway musicals? Yeah. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Ten dollars. All right. This song is from South Pacific. Give me the title of it. Valley High. Valley High is right. And they're on their way, Rocco. They have thirty dollars. Remember, you're going for a thousand dollars tonight. How much of your thirty dollars will you try now? We'll bet twenty. Let's see if you can identify this tune from Kiss Me Kate. Play, Jerry. True to you, darling. Always true to you, darling, in my fashion. They're really on their way. They have $50. That shows he's a groom. Now, here's your third question. How much of the 50 are you going to uh, risk? Uh, we're about 35. Here's another song from South Pacific. What's the title of it? Some Enchanted, Some Enchanted Evening. They're really climbing now. They have $85. You have now climbed the Mount McKinley of $85, and there's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much are you going to try? We'll bet uh, $70. $70. Ethel Maiman sang this song, and Annie, get your gun. What's the name of it? There's no business like no show business. No business like show business is right. And they wind up with a grand total of $155. <laughs> And good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Stick around now. You might still get the crack at the big question. Groucho, our next couple has been in a waiting room off stage. Perhaps they'll say the secret word. It's chair. We invited some wrestlers and some librarians for the show tonight. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected librarian Mary Horan and wrestler Terry McGinnis. And here they come. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks, for Elgin American Compacts. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking... I'll fork over $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. The wrestler and the librarian, eh? Miss uh, Mary Horan, at which library do you work? In? The Central Library, the Los Angeles Public Library. Mm-hmm. And uh, how's business there? Quiet? Yes, very quiet. Uh, a little joke I bet you always use when somebody asks you how's business. Oh, eh? uh, yes. How's business? Very quiet. Very good. I thought maybe things were humming since you do a volume business. <laughs> Bone crusher, Terry McGinnis, huh? Are you married? Uh, yes, sir. How'd you meet your wife? Did you go up to her to dance and say, may I have the next half, Nelson? Grasso, <laughs> I met her in Australia. And, and what uh, were you doing there? I was there wrestling. What, a kangaroo? <laughs> I have wrestled a kangaroo. Have you? <laughs> Isn't it difficult to wrestle a kangaroo? How do you talk business before the match, huh? <laughs> That's, uh... That we don't do, uh, Grasso. With a kangaroo. <laughs> you can't strike me. I'm sitting down. You know. Besides that, I'm an elderly man and I wear glasses. You know? <laughs> Librarian, you've been very quiet. What do you? Where do you think you are? On the public landing? <laughs> How's business? Very slow. Very slow. <laughs> well, it's changing. It was a little quiet a while ago. <laughs> now, Mary, how did you happen to become a librarian? Did you start out as a bookie? Say, <laughs> hey, you're a pretty good-looking gal to be working in the library. I never know that girls like that. Are you, are you married there, Mary? No, I'm not. No, no. You're a circulating librarian? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a man are you looking for, Mary? Uh... Oh, a nice, quiet, companionable sort of person who's well-read and uh, likes good cultural things and... 
good-looking and about six feet. You don't want a man. You want Dr. Elliot's six-foot shelf, huh? <laughs> Wrestler, uh, McGinnis, uh, haven't you got a ring name like Gorgeous Sam or the Blimp or Derriere Dan or something? Huh? No, what do they call you in the ring? And remember, we're on the radio. <laughs> they call me Irish Terry McGinnis. They call you Irish Terry McGinnis? What part of Romania do you hail from? Huh? <laughs> the Irish part. Now, Miss Horan, let's get back to you. It's much safer. Now, there's a big article about me in the October Radio Mirror magazine. Suppose I breeze down to your library next Sunday afternoon. Would you help me find the magazine? No, I wouldn't. Well, that's not very cooperative. Why not? Well, the public library is not open on Sundays. <laughs> well, I'll be bound, huh? How's <laughs> business, then? Very quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> well, you're holding your own, anyhow. Uh, Miss, uh, Miss Horan, as a librarian, do you like to wrestle? I never had wrestled. Well, maybe that's why you're not married huh? <laughs> Well, Miss Horan, here's something I know you'll fall in love with instantly George, tell her about it Well, it's a luxurious sterling silver compact by Elgin American It's hand engraved with a 14-carat gold picture frame border How do you like it, Miss Horan? Very beautiful And for our wrestler, something his wife will thoroughly appreciate a sterling silver compact just like it by Elgin American. I know she'll love it. Now tell me, glamorous Gus, how much do you weigh, huh? 240 pounds, six foot two. All that meat and no vegetables. <laughs> Except the cauliflower ear. <laughs> you know, uh, Terry, there's an ugly rumor going around that some professional wrestling matches are fixed. Is there anything to this? Absolutely not. That's an ugly rumor. <laughs> How many ugly rumors have you wrestled in your time? <laughs> now let's play You Bet Your Life. If you can beat our other two couples in the quiz, you'll get a crack at the $1,000 question. Fenneman, remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The newlyweds won $155. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Paper money. Nicknames for paper money. Here's your first question. How much uh, will you bet? $5. $5. How much money is a grand? $1,000 is right. They're on their way. They have $25. Remember, you're going for $1,000 a night. Now, how much of your $25 will you try? Ten. Ten? All right. How much money is a fin? Five. $5 is correct. Now they have $35. You now have $35. And here's your third question. How much of the $35 will you attempt? Ten. Ten. Spend a little more. <laughs> Let's spend $25. All right, $25. All right with you, Mary. How much money is a sawbuck? $10. $10 is correct. They're on their way. They have $60. All right, you've got $60. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $60 are you going to risk? $50. $50. Is that all right with you, Mary? All right. How much money is a case note? How much money is a one? A case note. C-A-S-E. $50. No, it's $100. No, I'm sorry. It's one dollar. They wind up with ten dollars. Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play You Bet Your Life, and then we know it gets a thousand-dollar question. Fenneman, now it's your turn. 
All right, Groucho. Listen. Those are waves caressing the shores of Mallorca, the most romantic island in the Mediterranean. Here on Mallorca, after searching the corners of the world, Elgin American has found the most perfect pearls ever created by man. Pearls worthy of the Elgin American name. Now, these pearls can be yours. Rich, lustrous, glowing with a deep-sea beauty all their own. Elgin American pearls are perfectly matched, superbly styled, with glamorous, luxurious clasps, and fashioned into wonderful single, double, and triple-strand necklaces, as well as ropes, chokers, and graceful earrings. Presented in their beautiful jewel and gift boxes, Elgin American pearls are truly the most magnificent gift you can give or receive. Yet, prices start at just $2. The finest simulated pearls at any price. Buy them tomorrow. Treasure their opalescent beauty forever. Wear them proudly. For these are Elgin American pearls. <laughs> Now then, we soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,000 question. George, who's leading so far? Well, the newlyweds are leading with $155. And here's our final couple. They've been in the waiting room off stage, so they don't know the secret word is chair. Our studio audience selected a druggist and a housewife to be next. And here they come. Mrs. Margaret Harvey and Mr. Quentin Snavely meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts. If you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll hand over $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. A druggist and a housewife, eh? Mr. Quentin uh, Snavely? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You're the druggist, I presume. That's right, sir. <laughs> Where are you from, Doc? Santa Monica. Mrs. Margaret Harvey. What's your hometown? Philadelphia. Quentin, uh, are you married? Yes, I am. My wife first became interested in me in a drugstore. She fell in love with my picture on a bottle of iodine. <laughs> Now, aspirin tablet, as a, as a druggist, just what do you do? What do I do with an aspirin tablet? No, what? <laughs> well, there are only so many things you can do with an aspirin tablet. I say, as, as a druggist, just what do you do? I fill prescriptions. Don't you sell anything besides drugs in your drugstore? Oh, yes. We, uh, we sell football tickets and... Uh... <laughs> what? That's a nice combination. Aspirin and football tickets, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Imagine a fella has arthritis and comes in and gets a football ticket, huh? <laughs> what does your husband do, M uh, Mrs. Harvey? He fills crates in a warehouse. Fills crates in a warehouse? <laughs> fills them with what? Well, anything they have there to fill them with. <laughs> well, that seems like a pretty simple job. <laughs> Just grab anything around there and throw it in a box. Huh? <laughs> I don't think we're quite clear on this. <laughs> After he fills this, these crates with this debris, <laughs> what happens to these crates? Well, they ship them out. How did, how did you meet him? Was he throwing you in one of the crates? In the... I met him in a cemetery. You met him in a cemetery? Yes. He just went from one box to another. <laughs> well, uh... Tell me, Mrs. Harvey, uh, was, was he alive when you met him? Very much so. What was, he, what was this ghoul doing out there in the cemetery? Well, he was a grave digger. 
Oh, he sounds like a lot of fun, this kid. <laughs> what were you doing in the cemetery, Mrs. Harvey? Huh? Well, I always made a shortcut through the cemetery. You made a shortcut and ran into him? You had a hobby of reading epitaphs? Yeah. I mean, in the evening by the fire, you mean? From work, I used to cut through there and I read the epitaphs. I see. Yeah. And? Was his name on one of them? (laughs) Well, that's a nifty way to start a romance. (laughs) So, what was he doing? Well, when I was reading on the epitaph, I saw the picture of this man, and he was a gruesome-looking fella, and I said, gee, you're ugly. And as that, somebody says, so are you. <laughs> and when I came to, there were three grave diggers standing around me. Are you sure you, you weren't watching Hamlet? Huh? <laughs> These grave diggers were explaining what had happened. I see. They and you said, knocked them dead, huh? No, this one grave digger was in the grave eating his lunch. When he... That's <laughs> what they call a box lunch. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to lock my door tonight when I get home. (laughs) So, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm not being rude. I'm just trying to find out more. Well, when I did wake up, I was sitting in one of those chairs, you know, if they had me cemetery. Mrs. Harvey, you said chair, and that's the secret word, and that means you win $100 right now, and there it is. Congratulations. Now, where were we when the chair broke, huh? <laughs> Well, uh, he, he said he felt very sorry for what he had said to me. And then he threw a wreath on you, I suppose? <laughs> Doc, uh, tell me, how much does your uh, average prescription cost? They start from 50 cents up, but the average prescription is about $2. Mm-hmm. And how much do the ingredients cost you? Great <laughs> figures. 20 cents up. What do you mean, up? Up to 22? And... <laughs> you mean you have the nerve to charge two bucks for something that only costs you 20 cents? Well, we have our overhead to figure in, our rent, and uh, the knowledge and experience in filling those prescriptions. Well, that's a pretty big pill to swallow. <laughs> you know, I've often wondered, how important is the soda fountain to a drugstore? Does it bring in much business? Well, it, it brings in the trade, and they buy other things in the store. Well, that sounds logical, I guess. Yeah, you have a pumpernickel sandwich on liverwurst, huh? <laughs> and a banana split, they stagger over to the drug department and buy enough bicarbonate to cover the whole rent, I suppose. <laughs> well, I've got a prescription for both of you. Take thou these gifts from our sponsor. This is Harvey Pearls for you. Elgin American's beautiful pearls. They're the finest pearls made by man, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy them. They're beautiful. And druggist Snavely, the perfect gift for your wife. Elgin American's exclusive heart-shaped compact that's definitely different. It's jeweler's bronze that looks like gold. That's the best seller in our store. Ha <laughs> ha, there's a man. <laughs> Tell me, do you ever have emergencies in your drugstore other than your wife coming in and catching you shaking up a blonde for a bromo? <laughs> I mean, shaking up a bromo for a blonde? <laughs> Let's forget the whole thing, huh? <laughs> Mrs. Harvey, what kind of first aid equipment do you keep around the house? Oh, I have iodine, corn plasters, bunion plasters. <laughs> you have a lot of foot trouble, I take it, huh? <laughs> That's from hot-footing it through that cemetery. 
What else? Just iodine, corn flasks, foot flasks, well, no he- art supports? I have headache powders. Headache powders? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to meet that husband of yours sometime. <laughs> Are there any items missing from that list that uh, she should have in her home, Mr. Snavely? Well, she didn't mention a tourniquet, and everyone should have one. Tourniquet, huh? You mean like a tennis tourniquet? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, a, what's a tourniquet, huh? Well, a tourniquet is uh, a apparatus that you put around the arm. No, so it blood. It stops the blood? Is that good? <laughs> I'm trying to get mine started, and he's stopping it. <laughs> what is that for? A snake bite? That's right. What does it cost? It costs $4.95. Just for a tourniquet? No, that's part of a snake bite kit. That's the whole kit. The whole kit? How old is the kid, huh? <laughs> now, Doc, suppose Mrs. Harvey came into your drugstore and told you she just had an argument with her husband, and she wanted to buy a hundred sleeping pills and a pound of arsenic. Uh, what would you do, huh? I'd be suspicious. <laughs> You're a pretty shrewd cookie, Doc. Huh? <laughs> but tell me, w- would you sell it to her? Not without a prescription. I see. You have no objection to her knocking off her husband as long as she has a prescription. (laughs) Well, you're a very interesting couple, and, Doc, I've been ribbing you druggists, but I didn't mean it, really. The druggist on the corner is an American institution. He's been keeping me hopping for years. Now, Mrs. Harvey and Doc, you're going to play your bet your life, the Elgin American game, for $1,000. You run your $20, and the more than the other couples, you get the chance at the big question later. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to remind our listeners. The newlyweds are still ahead with $155. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Nursery rhymes. Nursery rhymes. Yes. Well, you ought to be good at that after those uh, obituaries and epitaphs. <laughs> huh? Now, here's your first question. How much will it be? How much are you going to bet? $10. $10? All right. How many bags of wool did the black sheep have? Take a guess. Three. Three is right. Well, they're on their way with $30. You sneaked in under the wire that time. Now, remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of your $30 will you try? We'll try, uh... 20 $20. What was the name of the kid that ran around town in his nightshirt, rapping at windows to see if all the other kiddies were in bed? Take a guess. Ah, uh, the bell is tolled. I'm, I'm sorry. It was Wee Willie Winky. They now have $10. That is pretty tough one. Now, here's your third question. You have $10 left. How much are you going to try now? Who bet five? What was Miss Muffet eating when the spider frightened her? Curds and whey. Curds and whey is right. Huh? Well, they're on their way again. They have $15. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the 15 are you going to try? Ten. All right, ten. What skinny guy could eat no fat? Jack Spratt. Jack Spratt could eat no fat. And they wind up with a grand total of $25. And that means the newlyweds with $155 get the chance of the $1,000 question. The name Elgin American means the very finest quality, designing, finish, and craftsmanship. The best value in exquisite compacts, gorgeous simulated pearls, magnificent dresser sets, Magic action lighters, wondrous lighter cases, distinguished cigarette cases, handsome military sets, fascinating musical humidors. Your favorite store has a complete assortment of the newest Elgin American styles right now. 
see them. And for your own proud use, for thrilling prestige gifts, always buy Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the newlyweds. Well, back again to try for $1,000, eh? Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly and no help in the audience, please. Think of your map now. Which of the 48 states extends the closest to the North Pole? Which state of the 48? What answer have you two decided upon? Wisconsin. No, I, I'm sorry. The correct answer is the Lake of the Woods projection in Minnesota is the northernmost point in the United States. So that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. But for beating the other couples, Groucho, they receive the new amazing Apollo 16-millimeter movie projector to show Hollywood sound movies and moving pictures you take yourself. And in addition, you receive those lovely gifts from Elgin American and you won $155 in cash. That makes it a very profitable evening all around. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. Elgin American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $1,500. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx. Presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Tonight, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is smile. S-M-I-L-E. Really? You'll bet your life! Elgin American, creators of America's most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, finest dresser sets, presents Groucho Marx. In the Elgin American show, You'll Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... You don't say. Hey, that's me, Groucho Marx! Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,500 for one of our couples tonight. George Fenneman, who's first to try and take it away from me? A pair of youngsters who are going steady, Groucho. They were selected by the studio audience just before we went on the air. And here they are, Anna Jung and Dave Mock meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to the Elgin American Program. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll pay you $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Uh, your name is uh, Anna Jung? That's right. Where are you from, uh, Anna? I was born in Canton, China. Does your last name have any, have any English meaning, uh, Anna? Not to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Does it have any meaning without your knowledge? 
What is your name mean, uh, Dave? Well, uh, my Chinese name is Jun, which means genuine, and that's my uh, middle name, John. Oh. And what does Mark stand for? Title? <laughs> I don't know. I have two in my bathroom. Huh? <laughs> Sam and Irving, I call them. <laughs> oh, really? When are you two going to be married? I don't know if we are going to get married. We haven't well, talked about it. Will the ceremony be in English or Chinese, huh? I don't know if we are going to get married. You're kind of stubborn, aren't you, huh? <laughs> uh, Dave, do you understand Chinese? Oh, I speak a little of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't make any difference. The wedding ceremony is always great for the bridegroom anyway. Huh? <laughs> uh, Anna, how did you meet the reluctant dragon here? Huh? <laughs> One of the dancers, and he went stag, and my escort very impolitely left me with him, so I guess he was more or less stuck. <laughs> you consider that he was stuck? Um, what do you think? I would say all contraire. <laughs> I only wish I knew what it meant. Huh? Uh, may I ask how old you are, Anna? I'm 21. Mm-hmm. And how old are you, Dave? 24. Is that in years or in yen? You don't count years by yen. You don't, huh? Well, I've got a big yen to be 21 again. Right? <laughs> well, I think you make a charming couple, and to prove it, we have some ideal wedding gifts for you. Fenneman? <laughs> Fenneman, take good care of them, huh? For Anna, this lovely engraved dresser set by Elgin American. It's finished in rich silver, the finishing touch for your dresser. That's beautiful. Thank you. For Dave, we have Elgin American's hand-engraved sterling silver cigarette case that holds 20 regular or 16 king-size cigarettes. It's really nice. Is there any difference, Anna, between uh, Chinese uh, wedding customs and ours? Oh, yes, there are a few. Um, the custom of the, uh, the bride's family to give uh, gifts. Like a dowry, huh? Oh, well, similar. I used to think a dowry was where you got milk until I got married. <laughs> I got milk plenty, huh? <laughs> Are there any specific gifts that you're supposed to get? I mean, do they indicate the... Well, I don't know, but of course the uh, the gifts uh, depend a lot upon your finances. If you have about a thousand friends, you can't give everyone a, a cigarette case. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wish you'd try, because that's our racket here. Huh? <laughs> now, Dave, in China, is, is the groom the same miserable scapegoat he is here? Huh? In China, he's the master of the house. He's the master of the house in China? <laughs> and why does everybody want to take a slow boat to China? <laughs> now, Dave, what bad habits are you going to give up after you're married? I haven't talked about getting married yet. <laughs> Doesn't he have any bad habits you're going to correct, Anna? Well, I thought I, I would correct them. He has a few, you know, like staying up too late at night and excessive smoking. For a girl who isn't going to marry him, you said you know a lot about him. <laughs> Dave, you've been Shanghai. <laughs> now, Dave, what was there about Anna that uh, you found particularly appealing? Well, she was uh, intellectual. She's good company, and she's cute. Huh? <laughs> Very good dancer. Very good dancer. Well, I don't know what other qualifications you would want. 
Come home after a hard day's work and you want a big meal? <laughs> Your wife is in the kitchen doing the Charlton, right? That'll certainly put you in great shape for the evening. <laughs> what did you find particularly appealing about uh, Dave? Well, he has a nice wavy hair, and he's very sweet, and I think he has a charming smile, don't you? You just, you just said smile, you just said smile, and that's the secret word, and that means you've just won your one home. There it is. Congratulations. Now, wipe that smile off your face and let's get back to business here. Huh? Now, Dave, have you given any thought to what marriage is going to be like? For example, can Anna cook your favorite dish? Anna, what is his favorite dish? Oh, well, his uh, favorite American steak. But I think he likes the uh, shark skin soup a little better. Shark skin soup? No, shark skin. Shark skin. <laughs> that isn't a fin you got. That's a hundred. you got. Well, that sounds like a very interesting dish. How long does it take to prepare shark skin soup? Oh. <laughs> it takes a couple of days. Shark skin soup. Approximately. It takes one day to catch the shark, I suppose. <laughs> now, well, you're an attractive couple, and I, I wish you to every happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Not right yet. <laughs> She's got $100. Hasn't that changed your attitude? <laughs> <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to work together for $1,500. You bet your life. But right now, I want you to pay attention to some interesting conversation. Say, Mary, when did you get a raise? I didn't. Why? That new compact of yours, it must have cost plenty. That's what I expected, too. It's an Elgin American, but it was only four ninety-five. No. Yes. Elgin American compacts always look like a lot more than they cost. Smart as tomorrow in fashion, master craftsman engraving to the last detail. Clasps, mirrors, powder doors so flawless... They rival many other compacts that cost a lot more. Packaged with the luxury of a gem. Only Elgin American's leadership, only the greatest manufacturing facilities in the industry, can bring you first-in-fashion compacts styled by top designers of Paris, New York, Hollywood. Compacts first in jewel-like perfection. First in value for so little money. Tomorrow, see them all, including sterling silver and 14-karat gold. Also, Elgin American's companion line of American Beauty Compact, thriftily priced from two ninety-five. For yourself, for every woman on your gift list, you can't beat the greatest value of them all, exquisite, finest quality compacts by Elgin American. Now, let's see if you two will get a chance at the $1,500 question. You're going to play your bet your life. Fenneman, straighten them out on the rule. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Name the state. Name of the state, north or south. Is that right? Now, here's your first question. How much will you bet? Five. What state is immediately north of California? Oregon. Oregon is right. They're on their way with $25. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. You're going to bet how much of the 25 this time? Remember, you're going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. 15. 
All right. What state is south of Georgia? <laughs> Come on. Make it, take a stab at it. The bell is sold. The answer is Florida. We now have $10. Now, you, now you've now reduced to $10. Now, how much of the $10 are you going to try this time? Five? All right. Now, what state is immediately north of New Mexico? Utah. No, I'm sorry. The answer is Colorado. They now have five dollars. Well, now you've only got five dollars. All right, here's your last chance to beat the other couples. You're going to bet five dollars. What state is directly south of Oklahoma? Tennessee. No, I, I'm sorry. The answer is Texas. Well, apparently you two are penniless. <laughs> However, it isn't a very good advertisement having you leave here, Brooks. So I'll give you one more chance. You answer this correctly, and you'll win ten dollars. What president had the same name as Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> what president? Abraham Lincoln is right! Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compact. Stick around now. You might still get the crack at the big question. Double. Don't forget, you grabbed $100 in cash for saying the secret word. Groucho, our next couple has been in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know the secret word is smile. Perhaps they'll say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Joan Grant, a housewife, and Mr. Stuart Towns from the State Department of Motor Vehicles. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compact. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll get $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mrs. Grant, you're, you're a housewife, huh? Yes. What does your husband do for a living, Mrs. Grant? He's a kneeler. He's a kneeler? A kneeler. What is a kneeler? Well, he stands by a furnace and a kneels metal that's in the furnace. Does he walk around his knees at home? <laughs> no, he walks around in shorts. Mm. <laughs> well, he could still be on his knees, you know. <laughs> How did you meet your husband? Uh, well, he delivered Ms. my Ms. worms. Mrs. Grant. Uh, he I... delivered your... your... <laughs> a book, and um, it told about this worm hobby, you know, and we lived on a lake, and we used to fish in the winter, you know, over the ice, and we always ran well, fish short. Fish in the winter, huh? Anyway, I thought it'd be nice to have all the worms we needed, and then you can always sell what you have left over, yeah. two dozen per quarter. So I said... <laughs> you ever crack any apples and get the worms out? <laughs> Is, there a, is that a different kind of yes, a worm? Yes, these are special. I thought a worm was a worm. I didn't know. That. No, these are a special breed of worm, and they uh... a jump at a speckled bass. <laughs> yeah, they're real wriggly. And should I tell you the rest of it? <laughs> well, well I'm wait. drinking it in, Mrs. Grant. <laughs> so he helped me, and he got interested, and he said he'd come back and help me with them because you have to water them twice a week and feed them, and then they have capsules and. When the worm takes capsules? No. <laughs> and, then, and three weeks, you dump that box over, and there's thousands of little capsules, and each capsule has from one to 20 worms in it. And then you put those in another box, and in three months, there are thousands of little worms. And your husband does this in shorts? <laughs> That's how we met. That's how you met, eh? One day he thought it would well, be a good idea if we'd start raising our own little worms. That's what he said. And did you try to worm out of it? It was a good offer, so I took it. Uh, and how many little worms do you have now? Two. And do they have capsules, too? <laughs> Mr. 
Right. Stuart Towner. You're from the Department of Motor Vehicles, sir. Right. Are you, are you married? Yes, sir. How did you meet your wife? Were you wearing shorts at the time? <laughs> well, it's quite a while back. I don't recall, but I know that you we don't were... remember how you met your wife? <laughs> no, I wore shorts enough. Oh. <laughs> well, let's say you didn't wear shorts. How did you meet your wife? Anyway. Let's say you were wearing longies. <laughs> Oh, it was the summertime. Who's in the summer? I, uh, I went over to Picnic, Brookside Park. Where is that? To, um, Pasadena. I looked all around, and over there, one side, I saw these two girls, and one of them was really nice. I said, well, there she is, so we'll go get her. And I spent the whole afternoon and evening dancing there, and first thing I know, we're engaged and we're married. Well, I'll teach you to keep out of Pasadena. Huh? <laughs> Just, just what do you do at the Department of Motor Vehicles, Mr. Town? Well, I take the $2 fee from the people that come in for license, and I give them a written examination, a vision test. They get by that all right, I take them out on a road test. Well, what kind of uh, test questions do you ask them? Ask me some well, test questions, Mr. Um, how long would you put out your arm before you want to make a boulevard stop? <laughs> well, that depends on the length of your arm, doesn't it? One more, Mr. Town. I'm pretty good at this. Well, suppose there's a uh, fire engine coming down the road. Yeah. How close could you follow behind it? I'd, right go, right, I'd go right behind it. Huh? Well, that's wrong. That's against the law. Well, well, why? You not follow behind it. What do you want me to do? Go in front of it? <laughs> <laughs> Happens my God, I was caught in a hook and ladder. <laughs> I, had a, I had a hop all the way to Long Beach. <laughs> I was known as Hopalong Groucho. <laughs> would you say you're a careful driver, Mrs. Grant? Yes, I would. Well, mm-hmm. why do you think so? Eh? Well, I never drive too fast, and I always keep my eyes on the road. It's quite a trick. Aren't you afraid you'll run over them? <laughs> well, you both passed my test with flying colors, and we have the perfect gifts for each of you from our sponsor. George. Right, Groucho. Mrs. Grant will love Elgin American's exclusive heart-shaped compact that's definitely different. It's jeweler's bronze that looks like gold. I think it's lovely. George, what have you got for the Department of Motor Vehicles here? Elgin American's popular cigarette case with today's smart leather-like look. This is very, very lovely, and I thank you. It's a pleasure to give it to you, Mr. Town. Now, let's get down to serious business. You're going to play, you bet your life, the Elgin American game for $1,500. Run your 20 bucks into more than our other couples, and you get the chance at the $1,500 question later. Benjamin, remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The young couple lost all their money, so the housewife and the motor vehicle man have a clear field. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? On fruits. Varieties of fruits. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? $10. What variety of fruit is a Jonathan? Apple. An apple. All right. Well, for this start, they have $30. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. How much of your $30 will it be now? $20. 20 what variety of fruit is a Valencia? Orange. An orange is right. They're really climbing, Groucho. They have $50. You're climbing. You're up to $50. Here's your third question. How much of the 50 are you going to try? $40. What variety of fruit is a Satsuma? A Satsuma. Plum. A plum is correct. Now they have $90. How much of the 90 are you going to risk? $70. What variety of fruit <laughs> is an Anjou? A-N-J-O-U. Pear. A pear is correct. And they wind up with a grand total of $160. You wound up with $160. Bucks. 
Thanks and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play You Bet Your Life, and then we know we'll get the $1,500 question. Right now, listen to this. Oh, I left my lighter at the office. Here, use mine. You'd never leave this one behind. It's a socialite by Elgin American. Yes, everybody goes for Elgin American's terrific new socialite lighters. So beautifully designed and finished, they look like jewelry. And they work like magic. That's their marvelous magic action. It keeps the light going for others to use without pressure. Locks automatically for safety when closed. The most modern, surefire mechanism of any lighter made. Yes, these last words, socialite lighters for men and women, are priced from just $4.95. Table models from $9.95. Values beyond compare. By all means, see them tomorrow at your leading store. And buy the finest lighters you can use or give. Socialite Lighters by Elgin American. Now then, we soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance of the $1,500 question. George, who's leading so far? Well, the housewife and the motor vehicle man are ahead with $160. And here's our final couple coming in from their waiting room off stage. They don't know the secret word is smile. And here they are, a girl softball player and a steam room masseur, selected by the studio audience just before we went on the air. Charlotte Piojinski and Dan Hurley meet Groucho Marx. Hello, folks, and welcome to You Bet Your Life. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, I'll pay you $100 instantly. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Uh, Charlotte, uh, how do you pronounce your name? Piojinski. Would you mind spelling it? P-I-E-C-H-O-C-I-N-S-K-I. Now pronounce it again. Piojinski. Comes out just the same. <laughs> uh, you're a softball uh, player, eh, Charlotte? Yes. Uh, may I ask how old you are, Charlotte? You may. Okay, next question. How old are you? <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-five, huh? Well, you don't look at Are you sure you touched all the bases? <laughs> what position do you play, Charlotte? Pitcher, first base, and outfield. <laughs> Simultaneously? Are you married? Yes, sir. What does your husband do, Charlotte? He's a warehouseman. How'd you meet him? At the Palladium. I was... <laughs> what were you doing at the Palladium? You I... rascal, you. <laughs> went to the dance. I met him Hello? Yes. You went there alone? With my girlfriend. And did she uh, nab somebody there, too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it must be a pretty fatal feel at Palladium. <laughs> huh? Mr. Uh, Hiley? Uh, who are you? I'm her partner, the masseur. Well, stop flexing your biceps and tell me, uh... <laughs> where, where, where are you from, Dan? From Watts, California. From where? Watts. <laughs> this sounds like Abbott and Costello, huh? <laughs> Okay, I'll buy Who's on third? Huh? <laughs> tell me a minute, Rub. Uh, what, sort of... <laughs> what sort of clientele do you cater to at your fat-rendering establishment, huh? We uh, take care of uh, lawyers, doctors, bankers, comedians, uh, <laughs> everything. Well, thanks for the warning. <laughs> well, you got all sorts of customers. That's a sort of a melting pot, huh? That's right. <laughs> Suppose I staggered into your boneyard for a once-over lightly. Uh, uh, just what would you do to me? Well, I'd uh, build up your chest. And... <laughs> 
put some muscle on in the right place and take off some of the back uh, avenue points. <laughs> uh, fix you up in general. Condition you. Give you massages and fix the bloodstream up and just overhaul your good. It may interest you to know that I have no blood. <laughs> that stream dried up years ago. You ever argue with your customers, uh, Dan? No, sir. How about you, Josephine DiMaggio? You ever have arguments uh, playing softball? Yes. I have arguments with the coaches and umpires. Have you ever been chased to the showers by the umpire? A couple of times. Did he ever catch you? No. <laughs> what kind of uniforms do you girls wear? Satin. Satin ones. Yes, we have... Blouses and long pants in the winter and shorts in the summer. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll come down some hot night and watch you play. <laughs> it's quite evident that the weather has a great deal to do with how you girls shape up. <laughs> you know, you've almost convinced me girls are as good as men ball players. Now, let's have a little test. Pretend you've just belted the ball over the fence for a home run. Do you slide head first or feet first? If I hit her over the wall, I'd walk home. <laughs> But I'll remember that when I take a soft girl ball player out. Huh? <laughs> now, potholder, that's you, Mr. Hurley here. Right? As a masseur. Well, as a masseur, could you do uh, Charlotte any good? Oh, sure. I could slim her down in the right places. And, uh, well, maybe she doesn't want to go to the right places. <laughs> How would you like that, Charlotte? Let him try it. Well, I'd like to see him try it, too. As a matter of fact, I'd like to be your assistant. Well, we're happy to have you two as our guests tonight. In return, we have some lovely gifts from our sponsor. Lovely is right, Groucho. For Charlotte, this lovely sterling silver compact with 14-karat gold engraving and Elgin American, of course. Beautiful. And for Mr. Dan Hurley, this Elgin American cigarette case with a rich green leather look. Something to show off, eh, Mr. Hurley? Yes, sir. Nice. All right, now let's play your bet your life. If you can beat the other two couples, you'll get a track at the $1,500 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George has gone off stage to remind our listeners. The housewife and the motor vehicle man are ahead with $160. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Uh, old ballads. Barbershop ballads? Barbershop ballads. That's, That's right. right. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Five. Yes. Jerry Fielding plays. You name the song. Play, Jerry. <laughs> Strawberry Blonde is right. We're off to a great start. They have $25. How much of your 25 will you risk? 15. 15? Is that all right with That's you? Right Which me. one are you? I'm her partner in the store. Oh. <laughs> are you going to try $15? What is the name of this ballot? Caroline. 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 Caroline Moon? Can't you hear me calling That's Caroline? That's right. Can't you hear me calling Caroline? They're really on their way. They have $40. Here's your third question. How much of the 40 will you try? 20. What's the title of this song? You tell me your dream, you I'll tell you mine. You tell me your mine. dream is right. They now have $60. And here's your last chance to beat the other couples. You have $60, and how much will you try? The whole thing. The Wikes? Give me the title of this song. Play, Jerry. Setting along. Moonlight Bay. Moonlight, Moonlight Bay. Bay is on the nose. And they wind up with a grand total of $120. 
And that means the housewife and the motor vehicle man with $160. Get the chance at the $1,500 question. The name Elgin American means the very finest quality, designing, finish, and craftsmanship. The best value. In exquisite compacts, gorgeous simulated pearls, magnificent dresser sets, magic action lighters, wondrous lighter cases, distinguished cigarette cases, handsome military sets, fascinating musical humidors. Your favorite store has a complete assortment of the newest Elgin American styles right now. See them. And for your own proud use, for thrilling prestige gifts, always buy Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, Groucho, the housewife and the motor vehicle man. Well, back again to try for $1,500, eh? Good luck, and I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly. And please, no help from the audience. One of our great presidents was the only man to occupy the office of Secretary of State and Secretary of War at the same time. What was this president's name? What is the answer you two have decided upon? No, I'm sorry. It's James Monroe. So that means the big question next week will be worth $2,000. But for beating our other two couples, Groucho, they each receive the amazing new Apollo 16-millimeter movie projector to show Hollywood sound movies and the moving pictures you take yourself. And in addition, you receive those lovely gifts from Elgin American, and you won $160. That makes it a very profitable evening all around. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you. The Elgin American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $2,000. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? Thanks for joining us at 1001 Radio Days. I hope you enjoyed You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx. If you did, send us a review. Meanwhile, if you're looking for detective shows, try 1001 Radio Crime Solvers at your podcast host. Take care, everyone, and we'll be back soon. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? 
We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.